Hi, welcome to the Get Strong and Healthy podcast. My name is Anna Clow. Thank you for being here. Today, I am going to dive into the story of my fitness journey. I'm going to share with you all the ups and the downs and kind of give you a better understanding of my background and hopefully some takeaways for you that you can kind of avoid on your fitness journey, learning from my mistakes from the past couple of years that I've been on my fitness journey. So my fitness journey started in late 2018. So that's kind of when I got really into the gym for myself, as well as kind of being a little bit more um, wanting to change my body. Growing up, I played soccer. That's my athletic background. And during that time, I trained at a sports performance gym, which I'm so grateful for that experience. I didn't even know at the time, but it was giving me such a solid base from a physical standpoint, but also, you know, mentally kind of knowing what training, hard training felt like, uh, what different movements should look like. And just the community, that environment was really great for me. So if you have an athlete in, you know, high school or um, whatever, I highly recommend on top of your sport, finding some way to train with resistance training with a, with a knowledgeable trainer that will really set you apart in your athletic career. But anyways... So that was great. I wasn't really, wasn't having, you know, body image type issues. I was really focused on my sport. I was giving it my all. I was excited about, you know, getting better, stronger. And then at the end of, so this, I did this for years, uh, probably 2016, 2017, uh, 2018, And at the end of 2018, I had a vacation coming up and something inside me wanted to be smaller, be uh, skinnier. And that is what led me to start my first quote unquote like diet. I had absolutely no idea how anything worked and I remember, I remember I thought that I couldn't eat anything that was like sweet or like a carb. And so I would have like a salad with like carrots. And I just remember eating this salad, just like wanting to barf. (laughs) I don't even know if I put dressing on it. It was, it was that bad where I thought I couldn't have a McDonald's ice cream cone. It's just hilarious thinking back to that uh, and how wrong I was. Um, But so what this led to, what this severe restriction led to was binge eating. I, I wouldn't say I ever had binge eating disorder. However, I definitely had some binge eating episodes, some binge eating tendencies around this time. And that is where those behaviors, these patterns developed was that extreme restriction, kind of just really not approaching my 
goals in the proper way, just really, truly being uneducated. And yeah, that led me down a really, a pretty dark path. I remember New Year's Eve uh, on 2018, going into 2019, I, you know, it was the holiday season, the through the holiday season, really ate just stuffing myself just with anything I could because I had restricted myself so much. And so I remembered New Year's Eve, I just like shoved down ton of like brownies, ton of just anything I could because I had this plan to, you know, restrict myself coming, you know, 2019 to kind of reverse what I had done with all the binge eating. (laughs) And what does that do? That just creates, that just continues the cycle of the restricting, the binge eating. So I kind of made it my mission (laughs) to figure this out because this was kind of like traumatizing me. I felt so out of control. I felt so out of my body with binge eating. I didn't understand why I was stuffing myself uncomfortably, why I, you know, couldn't do what I say I wanted to do with regard to my nutrition. So 20, 2019, I think all I ever did, like all I did in my free time was watch videos, do research uh, until I could kind of figure this out for myself. And what I quickly was able to learn was that I was eating, trying to eat way too little for my goals. I think I had my my goal set to like 1500 calories, which was way too low for myself at the time. Honestly, being an athlete, probably that was about half of what I needed in a day. No wonder I was binge eating, right? So I realized I was eating way too little and kind of got into this world of the, you know, the fitness industry, nutrition, just kind of diving into the whole online world of, you know, education of just really inspiring people that I uh, have been now following for years. And so 2019, this is like early 2019, I had kind of figured this out. I started eating more, right? It's actually, I, I was able to actually adhere to my nutrition goals for myself now because I had increased my food so much. I think I was, I had my goal at like, I think I was eating like 1900 ish calories and I was able to sustain that. And I had my first ever successful cutting phase. I lost, I think like 10 pounds and I felt great. Um, However, I did in hindsight, I took it farther than I wish I would have. I tried to, I was so kind of focused on the scale, getting leaner. And, you know, I ended that cut realizing, yeah, I don't have any muscle. I want, I want, I had muscle, but I didn't have the muscle mass that I wanted. Uh, This is when, you know, my mentality towards my goals was shifting from wanting to be skinnier to wanting to be strong, wanting to be jacked, right? I'm following all these people online 
that are so inspiring that are building themselves up, you know, pushing themselves in training and talking about, you know, increasing muscle mass versus just kind of looking at all these like Instagram, you know, models and that kind of being my whole world of what I, what media I'm consuming. I started consuming women who were building themselves up. And that was, that was really powerful for me. And that's something that I shifted that has helped me a ton in, in my journey is focusing on building myself up rather than tearing myself down. Right. In a, in a literal way, but also like just mentally, yeah, building myself up versus wanting to make myself smaller, tear myself down type of thing. So I, 2019, I'm learning that, you know, I come out of this cutting phase, took it a little bit farther than I think was good for my body. I was a little bit leaner than my body likes to be. And with that comes all of the physiological and psychological mechanisms that our bodies have in place to keep us safe, to keep us nourished, all those things coming against me that led to me, you know, way overdoing it with food, really having a hard time, um, coming out of this season, gained weight and was really confused because I had thought, you know, I've done all this work with my relationship to food, with being, with making sure I'm actually eating enough. Like I'm actually doing this the right way. But then I come out of this cut and I'm like way overdoing it and just not able to maintain my results. And that really frustrated me. And that led me down even more obsession with learning, okay, I'm figuring out what a reverse diet is which I want to do do a whole podcast on for sure. But I was figuring out, okay, I need to reverse diet myself. And so I'm trying to reverse diet, having a really hard time adhere, adhering. And so that was just kind of, yeah, it wasn't the best coming out of that season. I was kind of obsessed with, you know, different foods. I was like hyper fixated with like oatmeal and nut butter, you know, it's kind of still in that food obsession, poor relationship with food type of phase. Even though I thought I had made a ton of progress, I still had these issues. And so, and I remember my gut health was wrecked. My gut health was really in a horrible spot, likely due to the types of foods I was eating, right? I was definitely kind of filling my macros with things that didn't serve my body very well kind of you know took it a little bit too far with the with the moderation type of thing and and overdid it with foods that didn't make me feel good but so this is 2019 kind of end of 2019 I'm like I'm I'm just still trying to figure this all out then skipping to 2020 2020 was awesome for me when we kind of shut down in that pandemic time, I was able to really have space to tune into myself. And I started mindfully eating. I started learning about this different kind of approach versus macro tracking. I I started this new journey of like intuitive, mindful eating. And I love that. It worked really well for me at the time. I 
naturally got a little bit leaner, which was my goal at the time after kind of, you know, that rebound in 2019. Uh, I had felt like my relationship with food was just in an, in an amazing spot. I had, you know, come a long way with, with kind of realizing different things growing in different areas and, and I felt really good all around. I remember when I transitioned into this mindful eating approach, I kind of almost like rebelled against tracking. I kind of, you know, made that the villain of like, oh yeah, tracking, you know, created all these issues for me and my relationship with food. And it wasn't the tracking. It was me. It was my approach with it. It was, it was what I let it become. It was what I, how I use the tool, right? Tracking is a tool and now I'm able to track and tracking serves me so well. It is, it is such a positive for me in my current, current spot and my goals and helps me a ton. But back then I kind of let it become this thing of, this is how I control. This is how I, uh, you know, this is how I keep myself in line, right? Versus now I'm able to make decisions from a place of values, right? I value treating my body well. I value choosing foods that are going to make me feel good. And so I can do that tracking or not, right? And it's just a tool that helps me get more structured and kind of ensure that I'm on the right path with my goals. But so back then it was definitely a negative type of thing for me. And so in 2020, I learned how to mindfully, I learned how to tune into my body, how to feel my hunger cues, how to eat slower, be present, how to how to choose things that really sat, sat well with me. And I had curated my environment so well to be, you know, just so, so rich in, you know, whole foods, nutrient dense foods. And it was really kind of an awesome time for me to craft my environment optimally with, you know, we couldn't even leave the house. (laughs) So that was a really great time. Let's, let's kind of fast forward. This is like August, 2020. I'm going away to college. This was my, I did a, I did one semester at college. I was going to Virginia Tech. And so I go down to college at this time I had, right before I left, I hired my first ever fitness coach, which was so awesome. We reverse dieted me. This is when gyms are opening back up. So we started, I was able to really start training hard again. We reverse dieted me up to really high food intake. I think I was eating like 300 plus carbs. I was really filling out my muscles. I was just looking pretty fire at the time and I felt really good. And that was, that was really cool experience kind of reverse dieting properly and yeah, building up my food intake, pushing so hard in training, getting stronger. It was really, really cool to just see my improvement muscle mass wise. I was more focused on physique back then versus strength. Um, More recently, I've been a little bit more focused on the performance strength side of things versus physique. But back then I was all physique. So yeah, I felt great. And then 
towards the, the very end of 2020, let's say like October, November, I had decided that I wanted to go into a cut. And at first this started, this was going really well. I was looking, you know, great. I felt good. Uh, but then with the lack of quality, lack of access to quality food at school, right? I was having a lot more like protein bars. I was having just, you know, I was having just like popcorn and a lot more protein supplements. And with that and trying to be in a deficit, that led me to have these feelings of binge eating come back. And in hindsight, I I kind of wish I would have stopped that cutting phase sooner, had a little bit more patience overall with, you know, my journey there. And yeah, I wish I would have not gone so far with it because it did kind of backfire a little bit, but this time wasn't as bad as the times before. So I was like, okay, that's progress. So coming into 2021, This was, 2021 was the year where I truly, I got in the best shape of my life, strongest I had ever been. I felt amazing. Uh, That was, and I was building a lot with, you know, career-wise, pushing myself. However, during this year, you know, I, I looked great. I felt great. But during this year, I had been building up a ton of stress and I wasn't addressing my internal, like my emotions as, as I, as what, as much as would have helped me. I was kind of constantly stimulated, constantly pushing in this chronic, chronically stressed out place and that backfired on me a ton. Uh, I got to a true place of burnout and not just was it like mental, emotional burnout type of thing, but also I had come off the pill in late 2020 and had not gotten my period most of 2021. I in hindsight, was putting too much stress on my body, pushing too much, not really as, not really educated as to the best way to support my body coming off of the pill. And it took my body a very, like, it took, I think, 11 months to get my first cycle, which is no bueno. <laughs> so that, that issue, that these hormonal issues that I was dealing with built up as well. And early 2022 kind of felt like everything came crashing and burning. Uh, I was experiencing lots of hormonal issues, my sex hormones, my thyroid, a couple other markers just trashed in the tank. Really, um, not great. My gut health was horrid. My sleep, I could barely, I couldn't fall asleep. I would 
be up all night. I remember a couple nights not being able to fall asleep until like 5 a.m. Couple nights I couldn't even fall asleep until the sun was rising. It was so bad. And it wasn't just the, you know, the physical, the hormonal gut issues, but also the just mental health was in a was in a bad spot as well from like I said, all of the stress kind of building up, but also there was a lot of changes happening in my life, uh, relationship ending, just a lot of big changes. Um, and this kind of led to a lot of self-doubt, uh, kind of losing co- confidence in myself and really kind of questioning everything. Uh, so it was just a really, really hard couple months there where I I was in such like a negative spiral cycle and it just felt so hard to pull myself out of that I was and you know with all of this it it was a lot of emotional eating I noticed myself uh, doing and this was another great great learning time for me and I think something that makes has made me a better coach has made me truly understand what having your health in a really bad spot feels like it feels like crap it feels like you can't like get out of that sometimes and i i climbed out of that and i am thriving however i i know how hard it is and how bad it feels i'm like i'm like getting choked up because that was such a just a hard time in my life And so I've been through the binge eating. I've been through the, just the burnout with, with tracking, with training. I've, I've had multiple seasons of that. I've had the emotional eating to the max and not knowing, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I having such a hard time stopping myself? I've been through the horrible hormone gut type issues and yeah and and these are all things that I created right I the the approaches I took the lack of knowledge the you know this is all things that I created for myself and that I could have avoided and that um you know I'm not I don't beat my past self up I am grateful for these different experiences because they have taught me so much. They've, you know, they've broadened my perspectives. They've given me more empathy. They've, they've helped me learn a ton and that makes me a better coach now. So let's kind of, let's say mid 2022, this is where I decided I'm, you know, I'm going to kind of stop this cycle and, you know, truly make a change, right? I had many, I had many of those times where you're like, all right, this is it. You know, I'm climbing out of this and then something would happen and the cycle would continue, right? It was a lot of that like self-sabotage kind of it was just an it was just a negative cycle i had felt like i couldn't like pull myself out of it right a lot of a lot of all or nothing thinking happening and and at the time it was it was so interesting because 
I had all of this training and experience as a coach, really dove into the psychological piece of, you know, human behavior and mindset. And I had all of this expertise. I mean, not, not, I wouldn't say expertise, but just that's what I surrounded myself with. I was obsessed with learning that kind of stuff. And going through this, these few months, I had noticed all of these things coming up in myself. And it's like, I had a hard time even addressing it or, or being able to, to make changes because I was so disconnected from my intuition, from my, from my inner knowing and from my calm, you know, nervous system where I'm able to access, you know, more like, um, high level thinking logic, right? Like I was, yeah, just really stressed out and in, in a bad spot. And even when I could like logically, I could logically explain all of the issues I had been dealing with and where, you know, they came from and how to get myself out of it, but like kind of doing it was different. Mid 2022 really started truly thriving. I was very intentionally, I was on a, I was on a strict supplement protocol. I was training at 70 ish percent. I was not killing myself in the gym. I was sleeping as much as I could uh, doing all the things that were going to help me heal. End of this year, end of 2022, not this year, this year is 2023, (laughs) but end of 2022, I was truly thriving. I was able to push myself hard in the gym. I was seeing physical progress. I'm, I was seeing my sleep improve, uh, just all, my all around health markers. My cycle was getting consistent. I'm able to fall asleep and just feeling like I'm a working woman, working human, right? Like my body isn't fighting against me. It's working. I'm working with it. It's working with me. And I'm, you know, I've been making a ton of progress fitness wise, performance, strength. uh, And yeah, I feel, feel really, really good. Some part of my journey actually forgot to mention was end of 2021. I started powerlifting. And if you've ever powerlifted or if you know anything about powerlifting, basically you are training to get really, really strong in the big three. The big three being squat, bench, and deadlift. So this type of training where I was really pushing, pushing my limits, I did this for about three months. I saw crazy strength gains. I had made so much progress. I felt amazing. I loved powerlifting. But this was a big thing that led to the excessive stress on my body when I had all these kind of building up issues, right? With with mentally doing too much, with with my body not being in an optimal hormonal place from you know coming off the pill and and the and the stress and everything and so powerlifting was something i had to stop was something that was adding to my issues and it was really sad because i wanted to compete i was going to compete in like may of 2022 however beginning right beginning of 2022 i was like something big needs to change 
So I stopped powerlifting. I was continuing to lift, but it was just way less intense. And I had also, I was also doing like three jobs in 2021 and I quit, I think like two of those. So yeah, those are kind of the big changes I made for myself. And early 2022 was kind of letting my body and my brain just take a freaking break and heal. And then mid-2022 was when I was able to really get back to myself and, and yeah, just have been in the best place I've ever been physically, physical health-wise, mental health-wise. I have been just really proud of myself. I have the most, you know, thriving relationship with food and also uh, like harmony with my health and fitness and my life, right? I used to make fitness and health this all-consuming thing. It was all I thought about. It was all I did. It was all that I focused on. And it was, it was, yeah, I was hyper fixated on, you know, my body and, and everything. And, and I have been focusing on my life, focusing on my relationships, on my experiences, my joy, pushing myself in career wise, in learning wise, and not making, you know, my body or, you know, my health and fitness the center of my universe. And that's kind of just a byproduct of the habits and behaviors that I've built for myself and continue to, to do. Right. And it's, I do have a focus on my health and fitness, right. My coach and I, um, you know, I have protocols, I, I have a program and I'm showing up executing, but I'm not, it's not all that's on my mind. It's not that it's not the most interesting thing about me, right? There's a saying that I love. It's, it goes, your body is the least interesting thing about you. And it's so true. And when I had, I think it's kind of, I didn't have as many important things to think about in life, right? I made how I looked like everything and that didn't serve me well. And it also didn't serve me well when I tried to disconnect from from all of health and fitness and just be like, I'm not going to think about anything and just do whatever that, you know, whatever the heck. That didn't serve me well either. Been through that. So that, yeah, that brings me to current. I, like I said, feel great. And I'm really proud of just the hurdles I've overcome in my journey. Currently have, so I've been doing jujitsu for a couple months now, like two, two-ish months, two, three months. And I'm absolutely loving it. I train it twice a week and I'm going to continue that moving forward. Also training programming wise, I had a couple weeks of kind of more like doing whatever I felt, a little bit more just kind of inconsistent, not on a program during, you know, holiday season. And, you know, I still trained, but it just wasn't on a program, right? And being on a program structured is extremely important if you want to make progress. And so I've gotten back on a program. I've got one full week of just killing it on starting my program and I feel 
so good. And my goals moving forward are to keep that up, keep jujitsu up. And just, you know, that's going to lead me to looking, feeling, and performing the best I ever have. And another one of my big goals is to prioritize my nervous system being in a calm state, right? Remembering to chill out, remembering to play, to give myself breaks, to take rest that I have kind of pushed to the wayside in the past and it has led me to crash and burn. And now I am really prioritizing um, making sure I'm not a stress ball. (laughs) So that is one of my goals. And, and I'm also, I, I kind of am in this weird spot of craving being more of like a, like hardcore, more like full-time athlete where I'm going all in on everything and kind of making, making my goals, my fitness kind of like top priority. And yeah, but then at the same time, then then the next week I'm like, no, like I do this for balance or not balance, but like I do this to enhance my life and, you know, it's not kind of what I want to focus on. And so I kind of teeter between this, like, oh, I want to ramp it up. I want to be um, just, yeah, this high level athlete. And then another part of me is like, I want to be, you know, healthy, strong. I want to yeah, I want to just enhance my current life type of thing. And I know that those are, that's kind of like extreme thinking. And I try and bring myself back to, all right, going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm going to kind of see what direction I'm called in. If I, if I do want to make eating, training, sleeping, like my top priority, or if I want to make business my top priority, or if I Maybe I'm overthinking, maybe I can do both, or maybe that's too much, or, you know, that's kind of where my brain is currently at. But yeah, that's where I'm at with my health and fitness journey. And coolest thing about health and fitness journeys, in my opinion, is that they never end, that uh, I'm in this for life. And so I'm kind of remembering that I'm going to be patient with my goals and with where I want to go. Yeah, I just did a po- I just did a story on this how, you know, my health and fitness journey is never is never going to end. Uh but also like my personal development, healing, right? That's like a never-ending thing as well. You know, for me, I've I've realized that yeah, there's no there's no end point. There's never going to be. This is something I'm in for life and so that's that's how I'm going to approach this. But if anyone else kind of like is in that spot where I am, where you're like, ah, I want to go, I want to be, you know, this, I, I see these cool people online where they're just like world record holding powerlifters, or, you know, they just dedicate their life really to training and to eating. And um, it's just really cool to me. And, but however, at the same time, then I'm, then I kind of, the next week I'm like, no, I'm, I'm more of like a lifestyle client. I just love, you know, 
kind of making progress over time and having this enhance my life type of thing and not making it the other way around. But I definitely get that itch, that competitive itch to want to just like ramp it up and just really push my limits, test myself, right? If, if like, this is the time I think to just go all in on my athletic endeavors. So I don't know, (laughs) kind of in this current state of confusion, but yeah, kind of going to trust my path will go as it should and not try and control so much and yeah, kind of keep going from here. But I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if I didn't go over, I feel like I kind of talked a lot about food towards the beginning and I kind of stopped talking about that, uh, come like 2021, 2021 was great nutrition wise. I was tracking my food pretty much all of 2021 and really making, you know, great choices most of the time, right. Having that, having that balance as well, but towards the end, some of that like emotional eating, overdoing it, those behaviors started showing up and yeah, early 2022 is really not fabulous with just overeating and, you know, emotional eating. Um, but it was weird because I'm, I'm questioning, I'm like, do I, am I having this, you know, these am I having like a poor relationship with food type of thing? Like, am I having these different beliefs, these thoughts come up? And I'm like, wait, no, actually it's like, I'm coping. It's like my emotion. It's, it's something I'm been starting to use to cope with my negative emotions. It wasn't so much about the food. It was about just like the pleasure of it. And so addressing those things was what helped me get out of that place. And Another thing that I've reflected on that might be valuable for you is if you're having issues with food, if you find yourself overeating, uh, you know, overdoing it, whatever, and maybe you have done some work with your relationship with food, kind of look at your life as a whole. Look at our, look at your relationships, look at your like career, look at your deep health is what you call it. If you look up deep health, there's different parts to our deep health, right? Our community is important. And if there's any one of these areas that you think is missing or could be better, focusing on that might even help you a ton with your eating behaviors. I didn't even realize how much I isolated myself, let myself just, you know, I, I was like hyper-independent for a long time, like 2020, 2021, right? I was like, grind, you know, I'm going to be successful. I got to, you know, constantly be learning and da 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 and kind of didn't prioritize my, you know, strengthening of my relationships in my life. It was also COVID. It was also, you know, hard to see people uh, and just with coming, you know, not doing school anymore, it was hard. You know, everyone I knew was away at school. And so it took me a bit to kind of reach out to more people and make more connections, friendships. But once I started to do that, oh my gosh, it had such an impact on, you know, I, I, I didn't even 
I started like not thinking about food as much. I started not, uh, I started forgetting to eat sometimes, which that is so unlike me. (laughs) I was like, who am I? Right. And so I would have to like remind myself to eat, which was never an issue for me. Right. I, for years, food was just something that it was kind of always thought about. And so look at your life in that way of where can you increase the joy, the, you know, the, the, the depth of your, of your life in other ways? How can you embark on your spiritual healing journey or, you know, prioritize your relationships, deepen, strengthen those what can you do financial career wise to, you know, to be something that's more in alignment for you. And that might just have a great impact on you. So that is my fitness journey reflection and kind of a little bit about my current goals and also my current, current dilemma. Uh, But I hope you could take something away from this or just feel, you know, more connected to me and my journey. And if you ever have any questions or if you want any support, I'm always here. If you want to reach out, uh, find me best place is probably on Instagram. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. And I'd love to know if you have any feedback or if you relate to anything from today's podcast. I'd love to have a conversation. Reach out to me on Instagram and let's chat. So I will see you guys next time for the podcast and we'll talk more soon. Alrighty. Bye.